can have it. Thank you. <laughs> God bless you, church. Actually, I think it's better up here. I've got something really important to say today. Do you mind if I come up here? I want to proclaim the name of Jesus this morning. Thank you, team. Good morning, everybody. I can almost see you. <laughs> That's to read these. I'll give you a blank look, mate. <laughs> This morning I want to declare Jesus our Lord, Jesus our Saviour, Jesus our soon coming King. Sometimes we don't, you know, we look for messages, the 10 points of this and the 10 ways to do this and the 10 keys for this, 10 keys for that. Let me ask you a question, how many ball games are there in the world? I'll get a blank look from Malcolm again. <laughs> AFL, rugby league, the most important one, rugby union, golf, tennis, table tennis, softball, baseball, cricket, 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 <laughs> table tennis, ping pong. What does the coach always in every single ball game, what would the coach say? Keep your eyes on the ball. Keep your eyes on the ball. Well, I've decided I've had enough of sport and so as a pastor I'm not going to go to any more sport. Not that I did anyway, but <laughs> unless it's got an engine in it, it doesn't really matter anyway. Twelve reasons why I as a pastor have decided to quit attending sporting events. We'll get there. No, that's not it. <laughs> We'll get there. The coach never came to visit me. Oh. Every time I went, they asked for money. We just did that here. It's funny. The people sitting in my row didn't seem to be very friendly. The seats were very hard. I don't think we can say that here, can we? They're quite comfortable. The referees made a decision that I did not agree with. Isn't there so many people that are not in church today for this excuse? I was sitting with hypocrites. They only came to see what others were wearing. Some games went into overtime and I was late getting home to watch church on TV. The band played some songs that I'd never heard before. I'm never going, I'm never going to another sporting event again. The games are scheduled on my only day to sleep in and run errands. My parents, they took me to too many games when I was growing up. <laughs> and since I read a book on sports, I feel that I know more than the coaches do anyway. And my children, I don't want to take my children because I want them to choose for themselves what sport they like best. What does the coach tell you in a ball game? Keep your eyes on the ball. What should we be doing in our Christian lives? Fixing our eyes on Jesus, not the people, not what they're wearing, not the friendliness of the church, not any other excuse, but we need to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Let's pray. Father, we just want to honour you today. We want to honour you, Lord Jesus. We want to welcome you precious Holy Spirit into this place. 
As we lift up and proclaim your name, Jesus, we thank you that you are our everything. You are the one. You are our everything. You are our Lord. You are all. And we pray that you would help us through your precious Holy Spirit to keep our eyes fixed on you, Jesus. To help us through your precious Holy Spirit to keep our eyes fixed on what's important and disregard the non-important things. Yes, sometimes we can get tied up with them, but Lord, help us to keep our eyes fixed on you. Hebrews 12, 1 to 2 says, Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run the race with perseverance that is marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. Some time ago when I was praying, I remember crying out to the Lord in Western Australia, looking over the town where we were pastoring. I remember crying out to the Lord saying, Lord Jesus, if you just would appear to these people, they would believe in you. If you would just come down like in visible form, they would just believe in you. You know what the Lord said to me? He said, I want them to see me in you. You are the salt of the earth. Oops. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Matthew 5, 13 and 14. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. A couple of weeks ago, there was a program, I think it was on SPS, about genius. It was um, Thomas Edison and Tesla. They were arguing, or not arguing, there was a big fight against about AC current versus DC current. And as it finished, I was just about to go to bed, and then they had another program on. It was Jobs versus Gates. It was Microsoft versus Apple. And one of the quotes that stuck out as I was listening to that, Steve Jobs, the co-founder of Apple, said, a lot of times people don't know what they want until you show it to them. Talking about technology, the advent of the iPad or the iPod or something. But a lot of times people don't know what they want until you show it to them. You know, people don't know what they want, but when they see Jesus in you, they'll want him. Remember, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. People don't know what they want, but when they see Jesus in you, they'll want him. His love, his healing, his power, forgiveness, purpose and destiny, his life, provision and his peace. Philippians chapter 2. Jesus, the name above every name, in verse 9. Verse 10 and 11, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. That at the name of Jesus, every demon will cringe and flee. Principalities will be broken down and scattered. Every disease will shrivel up and die. There's freedom, there's healing, there's wholeness in the name of Jesus. Verse 11, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Jesus is my Lord, my Savior, Master and King. He is closer than a brother. He is my best friend, companion and lover. 
He gave his all for me, his life, his body, his blood. His name is Jesus and he is my everything. I've entitled this message, Jesus, You're the One. Remember in the ball games, we'll go back to that. Keep your eyes on the ball. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Jesus, you're the one. God revealed himself to Moses in the burning bush. Moses said to God, who will I say has sent me? I am that I am has sent you. The name of God, Yahweh, I am the one who is. Jehovah, I am the one who is, the self-existent one. The name Yah, I am again the one who is. John 8, 58, Jesus said, Truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, ego ami, I am. You've heard me probably talk about this many times here. I love this. The Greek, ver or the Greek word ego ami is I. The word ami is I am. So when Jesus says I am before Abraham was born, I am. He's saying I, I am. There's the seven sayings in in the scriptures, the seven sayings in John, the I am sayings, Jesus said, I am the bread of life, no hunger. Jesus said, I, I am the light, there's no darkness in him. And Jesus said, I am the door or I am the gate. He said, enter into protection and salvation through me and go out into good pasture. I, I am the good shepherd, sacrificed his life for you and I. I, I am the resurrection and the life. In him there is no death. I, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. He is the straight path. There's no deceit in him and no miserable, lonely endings. I, I am the true vine, no wild, wacky weed, but a tender shoot out of the stock of Jesse. Jesus, you're the one. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, my provider. Jehovah Mekadishkem, the Lord, my sanctifier, purifier, my holiness. Jehovah Nissi, the Lord, is my banner. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord is my healer. Jehovah Roe, the Lord is my shepherd. Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of armies. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord my peace. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord my companion. Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord is my righteousness. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him there was nothing that had been made. You know, we find Jesus all through the Bible, even in the Old Testament. 
Because remember, Jesus, or John proclaims of Jesus, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Oral Roberts, many, many years ago, proclaimed a message, and I think we've heard it here, about Jesus through all the books of the Bible. In Genesis, he's the seed of the woman. In Exodus, he's the Passover lamb. Leviticus, he is our high priest. In Numbers, he is the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. In Deuteronomy, he is the prophet like unto Moses. In Joshua, he is the captain of our salvation. In Judges, he is the judge and the lawgiver. In Ruth, he is our kinsman redeemer. First and second Samuel, he is our trusted prophet. Kings and Chronicles, he is our reigning king. In Ezra, he is our faithful scribe. In Nehemiah, he is the rebuilder of the broken down walls of human life. In Esther, he is our Mordecai. In Job, our ever-living redeemer, for I know my redeemer liveth. In Psalms, he is our shepherd. Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, he is our wisdom. In the Song of Solomon, he is our lover and bridegroom. In Isaiah, the Prince of Peace. In Jeremiah, he is the righteous branch. Lamentations, he is our weeping prophet. In Ezekiel, he is the wonderful four-faced man. And in Daniel, he is the fourth man in life's fiery furnaces. Oral Roberts entitled this message, Who is the Fourth Man? Who is the fourth man all throughout the Bible? He is the fourth man in the fire, in the fiery furnace. In Hosea, he is the faithful husband, forever married to the backslider. In Joel, he is the baptizer with the Holy Ghost and fire. Amos, he is our burden bearer. In Obadiah, he is mighty to save. Jonah, he is our great foreign missionary. In Micah, he is the messenger of beautiful feet. In Nahum, he is the avenger of God's elect. In Habakkuk, he is God's evangelist, crying, Revive thy work in the midst of the years. Zephaniah, he is our saviour. In Haggai, the restorer of God's lost heritage. In ha in, sorry, in Haggai, Zephaniah, he is our saviour. In Haggai, the restorer of God's lost heritage. Zechariah, he is the fountain opened in the house of, da of David. For sin and uncleanness. In Malachi, he is the son of righteousness, rising with healing in his wings. Matthew, the Messiah. In Mark, the wonder worker. In Luke, he is the son of man. In John, he is the son of God. In Acts, he is the Holy Ghost. Romans, he is our justifier. First and second Corinthians, he is our sanctifier. In Galatians, he is the redeemer from the curse of the law. Ephesians, he is the Christ of unsearchable riches. In Philippians, he is the God who supplies all our needs. Colossians, he is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. First and second Thessalonians, he is our soon coming king. In first and second Timothy, he is our mediator between God and man. In Titus, our faithful pastor, Philemon, he is the friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And in Hebrews, he is the blood of the everlasting covenant. In James, our great physician, for the prayer of faith shall save the sick. 
First and second Peter, he is our chief shepherd who shall soon appear with a crown of unfading glory. And in first, second and third John, he is love. In Jude, he is the Lord coming with 10,000 of his saints. And in Revelation, he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Jesus, you're the one. John 1, 14, and the word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Can I have the musicians, please? You know, in this life, we are born into sin with Jesus. You could say that's the great disappointment. However, we can be born again into Jesus. That's got to be the great opportunity. And if we live in Him and we die in Him, we can go to be with Him forever, a great reward. If we live in Him and we die in Him, we can go to be with Him forever, a great reward. You know another name for Jesus, Emmanuel. God is with us. The great I Am is the one who dwells among mankind. Our companion, our mediator, fully divine while fully human. You know the, in, I think it's 145 AD, it was the great Chalcedon Creed or the great Chalcedon Formula as people were arguing about how could this man be fully divine and yet fully human at the same time. And they stated in this formula or in this creed, they say he is recognized in two natures, without confusion, without change, without division, and yet without separation, coming together to form one person. You might say that's a bit hard to fathom. It's like this. Jesus, fully divine. Jesus, fully human. His divine nature, he reached out and took Father God by the hand, brought him unto himself. In his human nature, he reached out and took mankind to himself and brought them into himself, and together in Christ, joined us together again in relationship with God the Father. Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus said in John 14, 3, And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that where I am you may be also. Let's bow our heads. Jesus, you're the one. Jesus, you're my everything. Our Savior, our Redeemer, our Lord, our soon coming King, Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that through your death and your resurrection, our sin has been washed away, our sin has been dealt with, and we have new life in you. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your sacrifice. Thank you for your work on the cross. Thank you for your life, your body, your blood. You took my place. You died the death that I should have died for my sin. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you're the one. Thank you, Lord. Is there anybody here today, as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you might not know what it is to have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. In Him is a straight path. There's no deceit and no miserable, lonely endings. If you don't know Him today, will you accept Him as your Lord and Savior? He is the one. He is the Lord. He is the King of kings. He's closer than a brother. Is there anyone today, just as everybody's head's bowed, eyes are closed, you'd like to just slip up your hand and say, I'd like to know Jesus as my Savior. Anyone today? Thank you, Lord. Jesus, you're the one. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, thank you, Father. Lord Jesus, we pray that as we go into this coming week and especially in a few days as we celebrate your coming to the earth, Emmanuel, God with us, we pray that our lives, our speech, our words and our deeds would honor you. Lord Jesus, we thank you. You are the one. You are our everything. And we praise you. We love you. We want to glorify your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, our Redeemer. Jesus, our Healer. Jesus, our Peace. Jesus, our Provider. Just as we sing this morning, as we sing our closing song, if you'd like prayer, if you'd need healing in your body, if you need His peace through circumstances that are beyond your control you need his comfort you need his provision whatever it is this morning you can find it in him you come and we'll lay hands on you thank you Kate Noted by the sting of solid gold like a bow that is tested